0: Welcome to the eScape Fix, brought to you by eScape Oz. Bringing you all the latest eScape news, reviews, and interviews. Here's our host and self proclaimed eScape addict, the man helping you get your fix, Craig Taylor. Hey legends, welcome back to the channel. I am so stoked to be here. Something special. Sorry I've had a couple of weeks off, personal issues, life gets in the way, but I'm back and I'm back with two special guests. There is a big event coming on this weekend and you you, you know, if you if you're in Perth and you're not there and you're into uh, electric skateboards or uni, unicycles, mate, you're going to miss out. So, without any further ado, I'm going to introduce Brad and Taz from ERL down in uh, over in Perth. Here they are. Legends, welcome. Hey
1: cheers How How you for thanks for having us
0: uh, my pleasure mate it's it's only 4 30 ish where you guys are I'm, I'm a couple of hours in front of you so the late the day is disappearing fast so i won't keep you for a long time but i want to get into where erl started um the electric racing league in wa started get a little bit of history so the punters out there sort of know who you are and what you're about and all the rest of it so who wants to jump in first guys
2: I'm happy to jump in yeah I guess um yeah so um yeah basically I uh got into e-skate in about 2020 um prior to that I'd been skateboarding and snowboarding and involved in a lot of all sorts of sports um and so obviously this was the natural progression um after riding for about six months or so I thought these things are pretty quick and I think uh there's a there's a market out there and there's there's definitely people interested out there for racing them so um yeah i put the call out there to a local facebook group perth electric skateboarders um had a few people put their hands up brad was one of the main guys who jumped and stepped up on board and sort of brought it to where it's been today so yeah here here we are really (laughs) yeah i didn't know these
1: guys then i just saw the opportunity it sounds like a lot of fun I could apply my skills to it for sure. And I took a day off work. I booked a day off work to meet them. So, yeah, now worth it. Well worth it.
0: How far along down the track are we from that initial hookup of the you? So
2: the initial meeting, I think, was in 2020. Um, uh, myself, Brad, uh, another guy, Keegan, and and Lockie, who does our presenting. Um, yeah, we, we met up at a pub and had a chat and sort of brainstormed oh, a little yeah, bit more than anything they? Absolutely absolutely yeah <laughs> um and just sort of brainstormed you know our ideas what we thought it could be and and the sort of direction we wanted to take it um being in perth obviously things happen a little slower here but um we have some pretty big goals and big ambitions and we are making some making some moves very slowly um starting to move a bit quicker than than I was going uh, to say slowly previously. what
0: are you talking about you guys have had <laughs> i'm going to get into it a bit later on but you guys have had one of the most monumental events i've ever seen in this industry now we'll get to that shortly let's i'm not going to jump the gun but there's good stuff coming there's some real jam at the end of this um as we get through this so hang on and and stay with us because it's the story is going to evolve really well (laughs) now um i'm going to briefly jump into this Taz, you're a, a builder as well
2: yeah yeah i uh so my first board um was off the shelf um yeah, like a lot of people, uh, I bought uh, an Evolve GTR and and loved it. Um, I sort of came into the scene when that was released. And I think in terms of boards, like the progression of builds and boards, that, that thing was like a next level up um, from what was around at the time. Um, yeah. I rode it for about six, maybe even 12 months. Um, and by then I was very, very comfortable on it. So I was looking for something... Something else, something with a bit more, something that I could customize as well. Um, so yeah, got into DIY. My first, my first build was a little bit rough, I would say, <laughs> to my standards anyway. Um, but over time, I've, I've been building. I um, very briefly opened up a shop for for building boards, but got pretty overwhelmed with the amount of orders and stuff coming through. So I, I decided to focus on ERL. But uh, yeah, board board building's still a passion of mine, and, and I've been loving it building racing boards yeah, awesome. and yeah. mountain Brad,
0: boards. Yeah, Brad, I'm gonna i into you, Brad. Where did your e skate passion start? Where Where are you? What brought you into the <laughs> craziest world of sport? Besides ARL, obviously you're already riding when you met the boys, but
1: yeah, um, you? I'm actually on a one wheel. Um, more recently, a float wheel. If I can get it working, just ha- oh, no, hang, <laughs> on,
0: hang on, hang on, let's come back to this. I I heard about your one wheel on your podcast. So these guys do have a podcast. I'm going to n- mention it right now. Brad, what's <laughs> the name of it?
1: Uh, Electric Racing World.
0: All right. Now they've already they've only just started. There's a couple of interviews in and a couple of podcasts in. So look for them. I'll chuck the um, the links in the show notes be- below this. So get on their thing. Get in behind them because they they they're talking all things e scape PV racing and um who knows what's to come with this podcast? But I'm really stoked, and I was listening to it today. So go back to your one wheel story. Sorry, bud. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: that's fine. Plug away. Um, yeah, um, yeah. So I'm on a one wheel. Uh, my background in uh, like action sports is more from wakeboarding. I spent a lot of time doing that, um, not as much time as I'd like to recently. Um, but the the crossover from that to a one wheel is very nice in the way you carve, the way you kind of just. You're, you're not holding a controller to go fast. You're one with the board. You just want to go that direction. You tell it to go that direction. You lean that way and it goes. So, um, yeah. yeah, I just took to the one wheel pretty quickly. And, um, yeah, that's a, that's where I met met the crew on the group rides, all the different kind of, you know, PAVs get together. So um, Wait, I jump on an there? escape, yeah. but I'm not as good as those guys.
0: I was going to say, but you're out there on a one wheel doing, thing behind Taz on some of his mega builds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And you're keeping you keep with him? <laughs>
1: well, I don't think I've really kept with him in the last year. Like we, we did an <laughs> event in New South Wales and um, my board didn't really come back together since pulling it apart and chipping it and coming back. I've, I've stripped a few wires and I've got to do some stuff oh. to bring it back to life.
0: And well, i've just been busy the so, a, yeah. uh, PEP owner hey brad <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah i'm not a builder like taz so maybe i need to lean on him more for that
0: absolutely <laughs> no no get stuck into him he should be helping you be back. you've got to be riding so taz you've got to sort that out um yeah damn. <laughs> so we're going on through erl um you guys are not for not non-for-profit or not-for-profit um uh, what does that sort of mean not CRL? really there's actually really? two things no okay. so
1: um we we also founded the electric sports racing association which is the not-for-profit yep. arm uh, no, erl no. is a for-profit company it'd be like yep. it'd be nice to say we we actually make a profit um we definitely <laughs> haven't yet we're investing in more the sport take... yeah we yeah please support um, jump on our mailing list to start with we need to build some numbers to show that we've got some support and uh, we really want to get a, an idea about where people are around the country where we're yeah. going to take this to next That's a big goal for next year so uh if we can get um we'll, we'll get a survey together maybe you can chuck a link on this um and we can start getting some information where we're going to go um but yeah as far back to the not-for-profit thing um that's ezra so the electric sports racing association is community owned um i chaired it in the first year Taz is currently chairing it now um, we've got pete who's the vice chair at the moment who's really doing well. He was our barbecue captain for Bunnings Sausage <laughs> Chisel on the weekend. All the fundraising stuff, um, all the things we do cost a lot of money. So yep. um, the association is community-owned. People can then, like, be voted into the the committee. And then you know, if they want to take it on and be chair, then uh, by all means, we'd rather someone else do it and we can work alongside them. They're more grassroots-focused. Um, the idea is to help then build out... Um, and support clubs
0: around the country um, awesome. and just try and build the grassroots of that. That's uh, what we need. Absolutely, Brad. It's what we need. We need more people pushing this sport forward, growing it, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, we cooked up and started chatting online and I really wanted to get you guys on because it it means a lot for me. I love this sport. I want to see it grow and um, the only way to do that is to have people like yourselves pushing the envelope, pushing, I mean, you're pushing ERL because it's a business, but at the same time, uh, the community has to grow in sync with it or else the racing and the RL don't quite get the numbers in to actually get the racing happening. So collectively we all need the sport to grow and and, and flourish so it just keeps going and, and it's self-perpetuating perpetuating. one day and, <clears throat> excuse me, who knows, one of those crazy people like Monster or or Monster Energy Drinks or Red Bull may <laughs> jump on and support um, this sport to grow even more because, I mean, that's that's the recognized recognized moment, really, isn't it? Mm. Where, you, Where
1: once we turn the corner of having some sponsors who jump on board and and help deliver help us deliver yeah. what we we do. Um, we, we've started working with e riders in this current event. Um, they sell the EUCs, and I think they do some electric bikes and um, protective
0: yep. gear.
2: Um, yeah, we'll get into it so in a minute, Brad. Just, just hang on. Yeah. I want to talk about
0: that. Um, there's a few things I still want to get through, um, and and it's a teaser. There is something coming up this weekend, so hang on. Um, <laughs> membership and merch. You guys have a free membership online. People can join in. So you got a little bit of a mailing list going. Some information so you can actually send people stuff or emails and stuff when things are happening. You do have merch. I did notice you're sold out online at the moment. So I know I was I was looking the other week to try and grab a t-shirt or something but i was going to wear one tonight but i've gone with my mad (laughs) t-shirt um but they do have merch so keep an eye out for the guys when they're when they're putting some more merch up um because that does help erl those little bits and pieces of cash from those sales always help um i'm gonna get into the the membership you 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 do have online um comments about maybe making a racing uh, membership a paid racing membership on the website
2: is that yeah other insurances or other so i guess that's something that we're trying um, yeah you go for it sure you've got your head around that much more than i do yeah Uh, (laughs) it's
1: like the insurance side of things is we are working on that uh we're talking to insurers for um like currently it works on a waiver situation and um erl is um, insured against liability, like um, negligence, but we we have risk plans and safety plans, etc. But people are doing it under their own um, risk; they're taking the risk on board themselves. Uh, yep. We are talking to insurers about um, having like race day member insurance, so like they could pay like ten dollars for the day that they're at an event, and that that's covered them for that day. Um, and we cool. kind of that I think that covers them for like $20,000. We're working yeah. on that. But it's one of those things, it's like the chicken and the egg, and we, we need yeah. the whole network of, of, of um, clubs to be able to make that attractive for an insurance company to actually yeah. want to put that out for
0: us. No, so, I think understand. Yeah. I think I – think But I at the moment – Brad, I was oh, just sorry, thinking yeah. one of the things I did when I was um, – I was at one of the big um, electric vehicle shows here in Melbourne a few months ago, and they made us just sign a digital – waiver online right there and then it was done um i mm-hmm. don't know what that was about but i think the the facility covered it but there was an insurer who let us ride electric bikes skateboards eucs scooters whatever was um there we could just play with whatever the gear was there and mm-hmm. we had no issues. so
2: i might I have, I might have sure.
0: look at that. if i find the details i'll flick it through to you
2: yeah i think what we found and i think a lot of people have found not just in australia but around the world is as soon as you attach the word racing to your policy, it becomes a lot more difficult to to get the coverage. Um, so it's yeah, it's one of those things that, and as well as it being really niche and sort of you know uncharted territory for these insurers, um, it just makes it so difficult to to get insurance for racing. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah I understand. So even, I mean, I mean, when Scott and I travelled to the US for Escapecon, um, trying to get insurance that would cover us just to ride skateboards, electric skateboards mm. was hard enough. But in the U.S., we came across Covermore would actually said skateboarding um, was on there. And we said, oh, is there a difference between electric and, and push skate? And they just said, no. Okay, done. Right. You've got a business. Right. But the racing thing never going to work over there. Right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> makes <it> um, tricky. <laughs> racing Now talking about racing with you guys, I'm going to get into it. You do indoor go-kart track racing. I mean, this is something we've seen around the world now with Onsera, um, with Evolve. Now you guys are doing a lot of racing indoors. How, how's all that work and how do you get around it? How does a go-kart track sort of give you the green light to do this sort of stuff?
1: Um, I guess it comes back to the same same thing, having your checks and balances. It's all all about risk plans, showing the fact that you've got insurance, showing that you've thought about things, having having it just approaching it professionally. I think makes yeah. a big difference. We're, we're a company. We're set up like as a complete entity to be able to have it be insured. Um, yeah. We've got experience in running events.' We've, we can just approach it really professional and like with safety as the utmost importance. Um, get that across the line. Takes a little bit of convincing we are trying to work with other indoor cart centers around the country and they always come back to talking to their insurer even though we've got our own policy mm-hmm, um, yeah. i think that's yeah we do some semi-regular stuff there it's not always um race events we do some track nights and skills development as well um, yeah. it started off from a uh, winter tri-series just um, people had nowhere to ride in the winter so that's where we kicked that off from
0: it makes it makes a, a hell of a difference to be able to do that i mean other states in Australia have major issues with just trying to find somewhere to skate in winter and mm. people pick car parks and then they get kicked out and then they go somewhere else, they get kicked out of there. And But over, I mean, in Victoria, there's nowhere because um, car parks won't allow you in and, and if mm. they do find you, they kick you out and then there's no go-kart tracks in Victoria that will even think about letting you in. So it's really awesome that you've got that location. Um, Brad, yeah. I know something's a little bit special on your side is the dirt tracking and the dirt track racing. Give me a I yeah. I mean, is this a one-wheel yeah. thing or is this a, a Taz e-skate thing as well or what's
2: going oh, on Taz
1: loves his trails for sure. Uh, um,
2: yeah, I think first and foremost, I am a, um, I'm an electric mountain boarder before a racer. Um, unfortunately, yeah. these days I don't get as much time out on the trails, but uh, yeah, definitely.
0: Oh, don't worry, mate. I just rebuild a battery for my tramper. Just for that 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 <laughs> one the one time I get to go and play every now and again. <laughs> so I feel you, and I feel you too, Brad, because I know one wheels in the dirt are just epic and next level. But <laughs> I've got to say, four wheels for me is is much nicer than one one large one because I've tried a one wheel in the dirt a few times and come a guts or something shocking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, so here, this guy's and, actually very capable of. Uh, keeping up with us on the trails too so i'm, I'm yes. not surprised that he's as keen as he is um <laughs> pretty you know, capable
1: coming of coming a cropper as well
0: <laughs> as, as um, everyone Bill, who goes on the dirt has always said <laughs> yeah.
1: as far as the dirt events we definitely want to do more of them um we're, we're trying to we're still kind of getting people's um getting around people's hesitations in, in racing. there Some people might be intimidated and we are trying to do more. We're doing yeah. intro to speed events with Ezra now to try and give people the opportunity to kind of come out about having to think about trying to be the fastest and hopefully we can build the community around that a little bit. And then once we've got people into it a bit more, we can, I think, do it. Might put a few more people off, but if we can win them over in the same way and show that's it's not, yeah, I think it's
0: a different. If it's a different world, I mean, for me, I love dirt. For I mean, you you hit the hit the ground, the, mm-hmm. the dirt's actually dirt. It's you know, you hopefully, fingers crossed, it's softer, and you you get a roll through <laughs> a bit of, a bit of dirt, and you that know, that was hilarious. Um, and you're not hitting a pole or hitting concrete because you know concrete can break pretty hard, but obviously, dirt gives it a little bit more freedom. Obviously, it's a, it's a little bit slipperier, but if you've got mountain board tyres, just go nuts. I mean, it's a lot more fun. Um, I'm going to come into um, the big topic. Actually, the first big topic, which is um, the Elizabeth Key Cup. What the hell were you guys thinking? <laughs> and and um, thank I know, you.
2: <laughs> yeah, so this, um, I'm going to jump in because this is, this is mostly Brad's uh, baby. So I'm gonna jump in before he starts rambling on about it because I will say that without Brad pushing this event, it, it wouldn't have gone ahead. There was a lot of um there was a lot of hesitation from not just myself and the other guys on board, but um yeah, the, the Ezra committee and everything, it was just seeming more and more like it wasn't doable. Um and Brad was pretty persistent and just pushed it. And even on the even on the days of and after and before the event, he, he was on the forklift for like three days straight, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he just, he, he really, really pushed it through. So uh, hats off to Brad. He, yeah, he really killed that. And he's really um, created that sort of vision for, well, not created, but he's pursued that vision for, for ERL that he's had from the start and proved that it can be bigger than than where we currently are. So. Yeah, uh, go
0: for it, man. <laughs> Brad, oh, I'm going to say, man. before you get going, Brad, I'm going to say mm-hmm. it was the footage that came out of that weekend was some of the best race footage I've seen anywhere in the world, man. I, It was awesome. And I, the only thing I'm spewing about, I came back from Vegas and I went, what the hell is going on in Perth? <laughs> why do I know about this and why am I not there? This is killing me. Oh, man, I, Honestly, I was so devoed that, I mean, you guys had, and I listened to your podcast this morning, you guys had such a narrow window to get it up and actually have all the red tape crossed off that you really didn't have a lot of time to advertise it. And I honestly reckon, and, I, and just, I'm just my gut saying this, I, I honestly think personally, if it had been three months of advertising or four months worth of advertising, you probably would have had Probably some of the biggest groups of people from Eastgate around Australia, at least potentially from around the world, coming to to be part of it that you would have ever seen. I think because it was just it was next level. Now, Brad, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you loose and tell me all about it. But <laughs> yeah, I, that's right. I'll take that, that as a world, quote for the
1: tourism you. department. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry,
0: <mate>. refer them <laughs> back to my podcast and say, listen <laughs> to this guy. Like, oh, yeah. all from, from an e-skater who loves this stuff. Oh man! Wow. Just thank you it was uh, great to see i'm just viewing that um it wasn't full telecast somewhere so i could have watched every minute of it because i, I well, really i was hunting for, for videos to watch um after apologies
1: it for that it's coming we should have had it out by now but in all honesty the event of that size delivering that alongside oh. having a full-time job as well um was a it was a lot i took a bit of recovery time um <laughs> and um and our budgets are very much depleted so We didn't just have the luxury to go hey here someone can you edit this for us and polish it up because we do want to have a restream and it was actually full telecast on the day but we don't have a restream just yet and we will i just don't i just i've been a bit you know precious about it and i probably should have pushed it out earlier it's just having the time to do it um might use it as your promo for the big for the next one it will be it will <laughs> be we'll start drip feeding some of it soon and i do want to get a, a full restream out but uh, we want to have like some of the graphics done nicely the times put on there nicely and just uh trim it down like it was a six hour event but there was like every 15 minutes was a uh, ferry crossing. We we cut off the ferry terminal with the racetrack, so there's a lot and an island bar and uh, another dock as well. So, um yeah, a lot of the a lot of filler time that we need to just kind of trim it down a bit more digestible. Um Yeah, it, yeah definitely want awesome. to do it. Awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, buy some merch like you said before. That might help us. <laughs> maybe if, I, yeah, if totally. I list them up there, maybe soon then it'll we'll be available. No, Brad,
0: give me give me the rundown i mean how did your head say i want to do this this is my location and this is what i'm thinking how did that stem or where did that did you walking around there having a coffee with the with the family or
1: um actually i was uh started off with a, a conversation with the city of perth um and i was floating the idea of a multi-level car park race the we had a grant that we we're applying for so it was a um, cbd revitalization grant to get people back out and after covid um, yep. that's from the department of sport, um, local government, sport and cultural industries. Um, and, um, so I was initially going to try and pitch an idea for a, um, multi-level car park race. Um, we'd have to get the car park, um, completely surveyed and changed its use of build building use and stuff like that. There's oh. a bit of bureaucracy I still want to do that one at some point. Um, who knows what city we'll take that to, um, <laughs> ideally a few. Um, but no, uh, when I was talking to the city of Perth, they were like, well, what about Elizabeth key? And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't even think that was an option, but if you're going to float that one, I'm going to have a crack at it. Um, (laughs) and it's just such a, um, prime location. You know, it's a big step up from a car park in Rockingham.
0: Brad in that meeting, he would have gone, oh. Mm, let, let me just just take a minute. To, it might work. <laughs> it wasn't that simple
1: though. There were a lot of stakeholders. Like so, the grant funding came from the state government, um, and then um, you know Elizabeth Keys managed by a group called Development WA, who are managed by CBRE, a real estate group. And so, like, I'm talking to the City of Perth, and they say, "Oh, you need to talk to Development <laughs> WA." And then I get handballed around for a while, and then eventually, um, Development WA came through, and they we we got. It approved tentatively through them. I thought it was more approved than it was, but it came in closer. We still need to get the landlords of that area to fully, fully approve it. Um, But you know, there's we cut off an island venue. We we um, we cut off a a ferry terminal and and another dock and an alfresco area from a bar. So like we had to deal with all the stakeholders. Uh, yeah. On that, and uh, hopefully, I did a good enough job, and they want us to come back again. Uh, maybe there's scope for trackside bars as we grow. Oh, um, ab-
0: absolutely, I mean, you'd, yeah. you'd be selling, you'd be selling it. Get them to get them to, you know, reserve your seat here for for mm. drinks and 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 the craziness right next, right in front of you. I mean, mm. it, the it's location not a cheap
1: exercise, though, it wasn't cute. Like, too- <laughs> no, no, like so. The 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 grant that we got from the city of Perth was, um, uh, I think it was. 45 i think was including gst or plus gst um and we spent that very quickly um and in fact like a few things blew out and our admin budget disappeared so we didn't pay ourselves at all um our contingency budget was obviously gone before that point um and then it still cost me what like six seven or probably even close to eight thousand i i have acquit- I've acquitted the grant but i can't remember i've got to do some accounting for erl still um like i said it took a <laughs> toll and i've recovered from it yeah no my partner's very understanding uh very very supportive and it makes a world of difference um so yeah no i've actually taken most of my time now i'm back to freelancing i've got given up a full-time job uh with a decent salary to kind of give myself room to work on this now um i'm doing a business accelerator and hopefully can get us to a point where we pitch it to some funders and uh take it to the next next level really so
0: brad i'll take my hat off to you the amount of commitment you've taken personally to help build erl but you're not just building erl you're building um, a legacy of electric racing and a legacy of electric skateboarding and, and PEVs in Australia. And I think, you know, without people like yourselves doing, going that extra mile, the sport wouldn't be growing like it is. And and showcasing Perth like you did was just, you know, I've travelled through Perth a million times for work in years gone by prior, prior to COVID. And it's it's a beautiful city and people need to get down there and have a look. But I tell you what, it highlighted it in a whole different, um, I suppose understanding for me like perth it, it seems a little sleepy nice place to go and have a drink <laughs> some food and catch up with people but I tell you what what a location it just it was just awesome so thank you so much for that um if you if you haven't seen any of the footage get onto erl on um, on the, on the socials on Instagram and all the rest of it have a look at some of the photos and videos uh this place is next level and I've gotta i'm gonna ask you to give a shout out to the poor rider that ended up having a bit of a swim. I know he's, but I know he had to get a new remote from the, from the chat I saw online. So um, please give the gentleman a shout out.
2: Yeah. Shout Um, out to Benjo V. He, he handled it like a champ and, uh, he actually, he was having issues with his remote prior to the race. And he was sort of, a lot of people are sort of questioning him. Should he even jump on? But he, he just went for it. He absolutely went for it. And as you can see on the floor, he just completely lost control. He lost his brakes, um, went over and, uh, Handled it like a champ and did a great post race interview after, which we should get out very soon.
0: Oh, um, absolutely. But yeah. should, should, tie, should tie the two of them together and no more problems <laughs> with the remote because the remote's toast. And for a new one
2: <laughs> I'm sure he has a new remote, I would hope so.
0: <laughs> but no hats off to you guys for that. I mean, Brad, thank you so much, man. It, it was, I, I seriously, if you're going to do it again and there's notice, I mean, I. I know the investment you're talking about is just huge and I know it takes a lot to do it again. And if it is going to happen again, um, if there's ability to have lots of notice, let us know and I'll get aboard over there. I might not be racing as fast as Taz, but I'll, I'll clean up, <laughs> up behind him about a kilometer. So I'll see. We'll have day. a couple of
1: classes. Maybe um, we, we, we are wanting to do it again. There's obviously a lot of approvals to go through um, tentatively. Let's say October next year. That's my goal. Um, just uh april if we want to go over to eastgate con and visit that uh, april's not gonna just the amount of time we're, we're in october now Like we only found out yeah. about our funding i applied for the grant last year in october found out yeah. in, in mid, mid-november mid had my main job was uh installing christmas decorations for, for like cities and councils and stuff like that so like big scale christmas decorations from wow. november to january still trying <laughs> to them our funding didn't really come in until like March. Like we would finally signed the contract Ooh. to get the funding in, in March. And then, yeah, it was only a couple of weeks of being allowed to actually properly announce that we'd already spent money on marketing behind the scenes and ready to go. But yeah, uh, hopefully that's a lesson learned. And October next year, we, we have like, you know, a couple of months worth of marketing well and truly in advance would make a huge difference. And, yeah, I mean, if if it, the only thing is, is if it grows, it's also going to cost us more to put on. Um, yeah. so um,
0: Yeah, uh, so Well, we'll out, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to big hit on that in a second, because yeah. one thing that I do need to talk about, and everybody who's still listening, I hope you know, hope you're enjoying it so far. But one thing I want to talk about is what's coming up this weekend. It is a sponsored event by E Riders. E Riders out of Queensland, correct? Out of Brisbane,
2: yeah. and E Riders
0: yeah. are sponsoring um erl's mega fast race day so and i know it's on the 22nd of october it's this this weekend it's sunday yep. sunday so you guys thank you so much for giving your time prior to i know you got a lot to go and go through and plan for this weekend but thank you for giving up your time this week um it's 11 30 a.m through till 3 p.m is that correct no, no. Uh, that
2: would probably be your time uh it's 8 30 a.m till morning? midday yeah
0: yep okay yeah, yeah. and it's you register online now. So if you want to be involved, there is e skating and it's an EUC yeah. primary EUC event. But there is e skating and stuff going on there as well. Um, and free riding outside.
1: if you're not racing. Yeah.
0: If you're not racing, if you want to try an EUC, get out there. E riders, I believe, have sent a pallet of EUCs over to you guys. Yeah. Um, we've got to go
2: pick that up shortly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I know the boys up there are looking after you well and it's a fully, it's a fully sponsored event by Riders, which is just sensational. So you guys have got someone looking after the event. Um, before I let you talk about the event, if you're a sponsor out there and you want to get involved in looking after ERL in Australia, um, please reach out to Brad and Taz and, uh, you know, tell them, you know, tell them what you want and ask them if, you know, if they're going to put an event on. I want to see this grow you guys are making it happen so the companies need to get behind you whether it be 12 board store ben buckler um uh, e-riders whoever else out there and e-riders are, are awesome because they're actually putting their money where their mouth is to support the sport um so thank you so much e again i'm going to say e riders about 20 more times and i do apologize <laughs> but thank you um but yeah so brad taz tell me about this event this weekend give us a rundown tell us all about it let's have it
2: Yeah. Um, So yeah, as I mentioned, 8.30 start, riders will come in, we'll check in. Um, We're going to have a bit of a practice run and then uh, followed by time trials. So each category of riders will get the chance to set their best times. Um, Those times then will set their pole positions for the remainder of the competition. Um, Then we have three rounds of racing. So this track's pretty big. This is actually our biggest track we've raced on. Um, So these, yeah, we're looking at, potential speeds of up to 90 kilometers. So it's going to be pretty quick and and pretty impressive to see. So we're really looking forward to it. Um, and then, yeah, uh, I know that the local communities have uh, organized a bunch of group rides and things like that with e-riders after. So it's set to be a really good weekend.
0: So if you're an EUC rider or an e-skate rider for that matter, get out there. Um, what towns are in, in
2: WA in Perth? It's in Wanneroo, which is uh, about 20 minutes north of Perth.
0: Yeah, okay. So it's not far from the CBD, 20 minutes out, sure, and sure. Um, you can get on an EUC. And if you're a faster EUC rider, I challenge you guys to get out there and catch up with ERL, get over there. And um, if you're in Melbourne or Adelaide, hey, there's trains going across there, so jump on a train. <laughs> I just imagine you're taking your EUC or your electric board on, on a – on a train and saying no, no, seat this seat is reserved for my board on my EUC. See you later. Um, get traveling, get over there, and get racing with the guys over there. Thank you so much for for, for giving me so much time. As I said on this on these subjects, you guys have been um, extremely welcoming, and um, I'm really appreciative of, of you guys giving this time at this week. Um, guys, is there anything else? I mean, Taz um, on the Eastgate Oz. Um, Facebook page that you, you've you quite commonly now given photos <laughs> of the boards that you're building and I love seeing them because they are epic boards. I mean, I get, every Cheers. time I see it, set us, um, three links on something, I was like, ooh, what's that? Um, I get this <laughs> of excitement and, and you're sharing a lot of love there. So, And I think you took um, Board of the Month a few months ago. Um, yeah, well. uh,
2: I can't even remember which one that was with. It's one of the purple, Maybe one of the off-roads. No, no, it was one of the street um, boards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was, one of, it was probably my old race board. Yeah. My, my previous race board. Yeah. I'm, I'm constantly chasing Jeff off on and off the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't but, worry. Uh, Just it's good to have some healthy them. competition. <laughs>
0: There's been some beautiful photos being posted up on the East Gators um, Facebook page for board of the month. And I'm, and I'm loving the comp and I'm going to try and yeah. get as many photos of the year as I can. I'm going to put them together in a collage and and awesome. put them together in a video so everyone can have a look at all the boards for the year that have been submitted. So um, yeah. um guys, tell me a bit more about what's going on with you guys. Where 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 from after the mega fast race day? Where are we going from here?
1: What's the um, big picture? Yeah, no, I, I guess like I alluded to before, like our big push into the rest of the country is um is higher on like our priorities. Um so we want to get over there and try and set up some grassroots things try to meet the people who can like continue on with our systems and then, you know, send risk plans and everything up the chain so that we can have them as part of it. They can join ARL essentially. And, um, we can, ins- we, 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 are not an insurance company, but we can be event managers who are insured. So we, we, yeah. we get called up to insure we we've, we've been asked to like insure events before and we're like, well, we can't really insure it, but we can be the event managers. We're insured to do that. So, yeah. um, if we can, Build our systems and 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 build our team, then we can um, hope to offer um, and uh, hope to offer racing opportunities around the country. Um, hopefully, the fact that we've done Elizabeth Key and some other events now can show the level that we are doing, so that yeah. when we talk to some of these cart um, centers or tracks wherever we find them around the country, they might be a bit more open to working with us. Um, uh, I get like we, we we might not just come across as the few guys at the pub that we started out as. Um, when you're talking to a venue who's worried about the liabilities, etc. So, yeah, hopefully that helps. That's our that's our big focus. Um, we are like we are trying to get over to Eastgate Con and um, whether we set up a stall or like try and get our commentator on the on the bench there on the panel or you know just get into it however we can. Um, yeah, we that's that's major for us. I think Taz has Taz has got a little little one on the way and he's already got a little one so. <laughs> um, that's, that's massive for, um, we'll, we we'll figure out what we can do, um, what we actually can feasibly do, physically do, um, yeah. and just try and build on that as we grow teams and, um, yeah. hopefully I, I get think, some bigger sponsors on.
0: I think it has to be a bit of a slow progression. I don't think these things were done in a day and I don't okay. think they're going to be, you know, they're going to just happen in a blip. They, it takes time and effort and commitment to, to make these things sort of eventuate. I mean, I've been mixed up now in this industry now for what, three, four years, I suppose. Um, in the last year and a half, two years, I've owned part of an e company, sold my portion off to go back into doing podcasting and doing the other bits and pieces that I wanted to do that helps build the community. So I think you, you're always growing, going forward to try and do more. And, and you guys at ERL, um, thank you so much for all the work you're doing because it is, the, the community knows it and the community sees it. And um, we're definitely feeling it. And um, those of us who didn't get to Elizabeth Key last year, damn you. <laughs> we definitely want to get back there. So We'll give you um, more notice. Yeah, no, look, I, I understand completely because I, I've done some events with other bits and pieces in my career, but I know how how smashed up you can get at the last minute when someone gives you the green light and you've got, well, I've only got two weeks and they go, yeah, but you, you got to do it. It's like, okay, how do we do it? And then mm-hmm. you miss out on a whole wave of, Um, excitement and expectation and planning that goes on. So just for an example, um, I've already booked my accommodation at Eastgate Con for next year. Locked in. Yeah. I'm there. I land on April 1st, April Fool's Day, of course. And um, (laughs) I fly out on the, on the Monday, the 8th. So I'm already accommodation done. Um, Now I've got to work out flights and stuff. So I'm just picking away at it. So as the, the, you know, the next, I think what, six months goes, I'll be ready to jump on a plane without any fear or worry or anything. And I think that's, like you guys with a massive event like you're doing and even this one this weekend yeah. this mega mega um mega oh god mega fast race day <laughs> erl um that's fully supported by e-riders i did it again um the planning that you guys must have put into this with um with e-riders and others must have been immense as well so um yeah it's it's next level gear what you guys are doing so thank you um
2: Taz, what are we going to
0: see from your board building coming up? I know I'm, I'm sort of <laughs> You said it was my old race board. Have you got another one?
2: Yeah, no, no. That was uh, so. The most recent one was the was the one I'm racing on now, obviously, and uh, that's a combination of a lot of different parts. Uh, obviously, you've seen the three links on it. Um, I'm pretty content with this build, and um, I'm at the point where I think I need to tame the board before moving on to something else all right I have I definitely haven't outgrown it yet so um right. yeah it's a four-wheel drive uh, pretty pretty powerful so um yeah there's a, there's a long way of racing to go on well, it for sure
0: um, asking what it's running besides just being a four-wheel so, drive what's it?
2: yeah so it's um it's 12s6p so I actually pulled the battery out of my previous race board which was a two-wheel yeah. drive so Admittedly, that battery is probably a little underpowered for a four-wheel drive setup, but I'm just rolling with it. Um, it I might as well use that battery until it goes. In any case, flat out. <laughs> a bit faster than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and yeah, I, I, I don't seem to be pushing it to its limits yet. So, um, I, yeah, it's uh, the, the motors at the back are 6.375s. Six, six, motors at the front are six three five fives um i have maker x dv6s on both the front and the rear uh the deck is a bound motor deck um again i reuse my old wheels which are tramper deep dish hubs with uh, meepo Cyclone tires um those Cyclone tires are super grippy on the track and to be honest i haven't found anything as grippy as those so I just keep buying them but um i'm yet to try the the stooge brps on the bitumen which seem to be the best on bitumen so um, yeah. keen to try those out i'm just waiting on a few more parts and uh yeah yeah just enjoying the new build really
0: <laughs> all right so taz the next time i talk to you mate you i need you to tell me that brad's one wheels up and running again and you've oh, got I it back back. <laughs> all right I don't like hearing somebody who's stranded.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's been stranded for far too long. Unfortunately, I don't have any experience in one wheels, but with the float wheel being a vest-based uh, system, I'm sure I'll be able to work it out a bit faster. Yeah. So, yeah, you'll he's still it. trying
1: to get me on four wheels as well. So, <laughs> yeah,
2: this guy used to be a mountain boarder, so uh, yeah, I really want to see his skills on the e mountain board.
1: Well, <laughs> if I did yeah. one, if I did one, I'd rather get like a. A smaller pack, lipo not too heavy, something to send it into an airbag jump. I don't care about racing those boards, I'll, I'd rather send it. Um, uh, that's what will get me into really that. Really
0: interesting. I actually just um, um, Michael from ZFG skate just built me an 18650 um, 126 pack for my tramper. So I went old cells because the um, the old tramper box is shorter,
2: a bit more, yeah. So
0: I couldn't get the 217s in it, so um. I'm just stoked that I can ride that board again because the, the, I had lipos in it and they went really nasty. Then I pulled my spare lipos out and I was like, oh, squishy. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> guys got to go next. So, um, yeah. yeah, there is a special part of off-roading that is a bit unique. Um, and when you've had a taste of it and you get used to it, and then for all those guys out there from ERL EARL who are considering what dirt might look like for them, give it a crack. I mean, I run still run my Baja board everywhere. It's my go-to and I love it at any terrain, um, but all my all my tramper, I love getting a little bit light and loose and having some fun on that too. So just give it a crack because that dirt is a lot of fun and um, you'll be able to chase Brad and his one wheel once Taz fixes it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Guys, um,
1: I'm, I'm going <laughs> to
2: Taz. on. Don't worry. I'll get it fixed now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't asked you you, you. you both have got families and kids and all the rest of it. Yeah, you've got another kid on the way, Tez. Yeah, um, yeah, I've another
2: kid on the way. Uh, about a month and a half before Eastgate Con, so uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, yeah, pretty tricky tying that one in. But I have been given the green light to go there for a small period of time, so I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely gonna <laughs> try my best <laughs> to make that happen. Um, but,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you start <laughs> racking up points now, mate. You need them. Absolutely.
1: I, <laughs> absolutely. I'm a bit of a stepdad myself. I found myself these days. So um, I, I now get to make Brad jokes instead of dad <laughs> jokes. Um, <laughs> there's one of them right there. Um, but, yeah, no, um, James is great. He's like he was helping us out at the barbecue the other day. Um, I need to get him some new merch because he's wearing his one out just because he wears it all the time. My partner does the same. They're both my biggest supporters. Committed to so, help you out. Uh, yeah. awesome that's i think good.
0: that's um one thing that people don't understand is um an e-skate or, or pev partner is um can be a widower or, or a widow <laughs> but at, at the same time um you know, my wife's fully sub- more supportive of uh my hobby as you can see it's it's yeah. a little out of control but um you know and that's just part of it that's taken up half my garage now but um yeah um, commiserations to your partners out there I know that they probably <laughs> do what the hell but at the same time the smiles I see on your faces when you're talking about Eastgate and PV um, it's what it's all about for me too so um, I'm going to leave it at that we've been on 40 43 minutes guys thank you so so much for this um, really appreciate it if you haven't um, and you don't know Get on to Electric Racing League, ERL, online, Instagram. Get on their um, their website. They have a website in the link, so I'll put it down below later. Um, follow them, support them, buy merch, hound them for more merch because they're a bit sold out at the moment, but hound them for more merch. <laughs> I'll fix um, that very merch, soon. <laughs> merch is going to help them get up. I need to get a T-shirt, so I'm going to get on there and buy some merch. And um, the other one that we've got to really support for this weekend is ERL's Mega Fast Race Day. You've heard about it here. Um, don't miss out because it's going to be an epic, epic weekend. I'm spewing. I can't do it. I've got work and stuff on this weekend, so I can't get across. But I do know my uh, good friend from Queensland, Scott Davies, will be there <coughs> doing some videos, and hopefully he'll he'll release a couple of videos of the day as well. Um, and I know that he's, him and I will be chatting, <coughs> excuse me, and doing a couple of lives from there possibly as well. So... Follow Scott Davies. Make sure you tune in to see what he's doing over at the mega fast race day. Um, so fully sponsored by um, e-riders. I've done it one more time.
1: <laughs>
0: um, I'm sure they won't yeah. be complaining. No, nah, not at all. <laughs> and, um, but support ERL and support Brad and Taz because these guys are changing the game for not just Western Australia and Perth, but changing the game for Australia. Um, thank you again, guys. Um, that's Thank you. That's pretty Thank much you, yeah. a wrap from us. Um, please, re- if you need any questions or you got anything else, um, reach out and um, yeah, talk to these guys and ask them any questions about the events and stuff as well. And Definitely. if they yeah. want to have an event in your town, also ask them mm-hmm. because these guys are the ERL and uh, PV racing experts for Australia now. So get on, ask them. Yeah.
1: If you want to start a club, if you want to start a race club, um, we can we can point put into Ezra and help start that process too we're looking to start some of our first clubs maybe the southwest soon over here but then yeah, as we build the templates yeah we we want to build this around the country we're going to need heaps of people so yeah if you came yeah. for that you maybe you don't want to race maybe you just want to work behind the scenes that some people enjoy that as much as anything else so yeah get there, are,
0: there is one race crew over here in melbourne that do a little bit of um, underground stuff they they, they yeah. keep to themselves a bit and they have got a crew here I know there is a group a racing group in New South Wales as well, so uh, maybe we'll talk outside and try and get some get some hook up and um, try and get everyone working on the same page.
2: Nice,
1: sounds good. That sounds great.
0: Thanks,
2: Thanks for joining
0: us. We hope you got your fix. All the details and links will be in the show notes and remember to subscribe so you never miss a thing. Be sure to leave a like and a review as it's always a huge help. Please follow Eastgate Oz on your socials and give our hosts a follow as well. Until next time, stay upright and keep smiling.